So what we watch anime So what we play leak We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast Episode 163 for... Uh, September 2nd, I said, almost said February 2nd. September 2nd, 2018, my name is Nathan Reinsbruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Aroa McFain. Pizza, pasta, put in a box. And that's, yes, he was, for some reason he was listening to that before the podcast started. I don't know why exactly, but he was listening to that before the podcast started. So... Let's get right into it because we have no other guests today, no other uh, cohorts. And so, what games have you been playing this week, Aurora? Um, I've been mostly hanging out in in the VR world. Again. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I played some of the uh, uh, Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades has a new alpha branch going on. That's it's not really. Um, adding a whole lot right now right but uh they're testing out a new ballistic system that is going to be pretty fucking amazing because now bullets will bounce off of surfaces uh they'll pierce certain materials depending on the caliber of the of the bullet oh and also what kind of bullet it is so like you can you can shoot a standard jacketed 44 magnum bullet at concrete or whatever and it won't go through but if you put if you put a uh, a piercer round in it which is specifically designed to go through materials it'll pierce through it and this is going to be put into the take and hold modes where um the uh, the bots will have armor now and certain types of bullets will bounce off the armor or won't pierce it and you'll need certain types of ammunition to be able to pierce through their armor. Right. So that's right. gonna be that's gonna be pretty interesting. That's cool. Um, that's cool. I also played a little bit of a game that I've had for quite some time and just never played. I I think it's pronounced Aeon. I I, I guess. Aeon Flux. It's uh, spelled the same way. Oh, okay. It's, um, it very much feels like an old. A VR title, which I I think it it's it's not that old. It's from last year, but it, it's just a wave shooter more or less. But it's like really really poorly designed. And honestly, I kind of if if it wasn't for the fact I think I got it for like five bucks, I'd regret buying it. Yeah, because it it looks nice enough, but it's just a it's a wave shooter, and that that's already really lazy. And then it's it's really, really, really hard. And the developer <laughs> the developer is like, no, it's hard because I like Dark Souls. But it's like, see, Dark Souls is hard because you need to know like when to react to things and, and just be good at the game. There's no way to be good at a game where all the enemies get perfect headshots constantly. And yeah. Like there's, they only just added movement in the last few <laughs> weeks after the game's been out for a year. So, so that's some poor game design. If you notice, I, like a uh, yeah. Bioshock, Bioshock actually has a mechanic where the enemy will always miss you with the first shot. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Yeah. If you ever go play Bioshock again, just notice they never hit you on the first shot. That's so that you'll know where they're at. Yeah, they alert you to their position. Yeah, and then you're able to take them out. Whereas this guy added, uh, well, he changed the difficulties so that uh, normal difficulty as of like February, now the enemies sometimes miss. Sometimes. Sometimes Sometimes miss. So their AI is sometimes wrong. I think that the idea is supposed to be that you play in slow motion all the time. But if you wanted to do that, why didn't you just make it to where that's the default state of the game? Because it's like, I think he wanted hot. to make like, yeah, I think he wanted to make like super hot, but he 
didn't. He, he made the game play in real time normally, and you have to press a button to go into slow-mo. I, I don't know why. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... I don't um, know. That sounds like some poor game design. He'll probably... He'll probably have to change a lot of stuff up to make it playable. In my opinion. But have you played anything else? Anything at all? Um, Besides that pizza theme? Uh, what did I... I played the demo for Val, uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 on Switch. Oh, how was it that? Made me, made me very tempted to get it. The new Valkyria, Chron- Valkyria uh, Revolution, I think it's called. Valkyria Revolution. That game was, um, what's the word when it's really, really bad? Yeah. Shit? Yeah, yeah, it was shit. That's what it was. And hopefully 4 is a lot better. But I, I, I hear they're porting Valkyria Chronicles, the original, over to the Switch. Which is pretty I sweet. Would play that. Yeah, pretty awesome. But that would be a huge, um, SD card you're going to have to buy for that game basically because yeah. it's 50 gigs on um, the PC version's 50 gigs I think or 60 really? yeah it's huge I uh, used to have it installed yeah yeah it's it's I, th- I oh, could wow. be wrong but yeah I'm pretty it's, sure it's it says huge. disk space required 20 gigs but that could be inaccurate oh I could be wrong I could be wrong but still that's fucking massive well, yeah, and it's not too bad. Uh, there's it's other games that are... probably just because they didn't know what they were doing at the time. Uh, Square Enix usually doesn't, to be fair. When it, comes to, when it comes to... Yeah, when it comes to porting things to PC, they have Wait, no idea. That's not Squeenix. Yeah, it is. Valkyria Chronicles is Sega. Well, oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Squeenix. I apologize. Yep, it is. It is Sega. Oh, okay. I thought it was for some reason. I thought it was published by Square Enix, but I guess I'm wrong. I think you're. You, you might be thinking of a different game with a very similar name. Probably, you know, probably because there are a lot of Chronicles yeah, games. Yeah, lots of Japanese games like to use that kind of language for their names. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the games I've played this week, I played Boundless. Boundless. Have you heard of that? It sounds familiar. It's Minecraft. It's all. It's all it is. Oh, okay. Um, it's prettier. It is prettier than Minecraft, but it's just. It's like, it's made by a, a studio called Wonderstruck Studios or Wonderstuck or something like that, and it's being published through the Square Enix Collective. So I oh, actually is that like their their EA Partners program. Yeah, and so I actually got a code for Boundless for their early release. Their early release started Monday or something like that. And I played it for a few hours, and um, I didn't do much in that few hours. And um, I I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it very much at all. And I feel like, like I want to do a review of it, but I can't bring myself to play the game. So, uh, I'm gonna try. Huh? What was that? Uh, it's on, it's on Steam. It is. It's forty dollars. Epic, Epic voxel sandbox MMO. Yep. Boy, that doesn't sound like every indie game released in the last like five years or anything. Yeah, and it's it's oh, Minecraft, man. It is exactly like Minecraft. Awesome, All of man, I really am so sick of. Game developers misusing the term voxel. Yeah, what? Tell me what voxel means. Voxel is uh, voxels are whenever a three D object is not made up of polygons, but is actually made up of little tiny cubes. Okay. And and the cubes store all the three D data, and then the the little the little cubes are voxels. Okay, so it's not a voxel game because there are no. polygons. Okay. Yes, because the the boxes that make up all the little all the bits of the environment are actually just polygonal boxes 
and you, you're just you're just hitting them, and then the terrain reshapes based on what you destroy. Ah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So, just a, um, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, what I played a little bit of Shenmue the HD remake because it got released on Steam. And I think PS4 and Xbox One, and they came out with um, Shenmue One and Two remasters, um, and, and they're good because Shenmue's a good game. But the problem I have with it is that the ports aren't great. Like, like everything runs fine, and they remapped the controls a little bit to make it a little bit easier like the right stick moves the camera now and you know the left stick moves forward and backwards so it's a little normal but they still made the gameplay exactly the same so the movements are super awkward and it was created for uh for the original sega dreamcast and so it's just weird to move around with that control scheme with an with the title that's being released now, they should have, in my opinion, maybe tweaked it a little bit so it played a. L- Just the movement worked a little bit smoother. It everything else is fine because that's what we remember. But just the movement is so bad in that game. I'm even though I like the game, that they they didn't like make it similar to it, like whatever Shenmue 3 is going to be. I would imagine that they would fix it for that. Yeah, you would hope so, unless Shenmue 3 is going to run exactly the same. Oh, God. <laughs> I, uh, and how did, did you ever play Shenmue 2? Did it control any better since it had two sticks? You know, I can't remember, because I did play Shenmue 2, and I played it all the way through on the Xbox, but this was 12 years ago that I did that. <laughs> So, or or longer, it might have been longer than 12 years ago that I played through Shenmue 2, so I might have, it might have better controls, but they might have just updated the controls when they were making it for the Dreamcast, because it originally was released on the Dreamcast, but not yeah. in the United States, and so they might have just upgraded it then, and and had a little bit better control anyway. But I don't remember it being quite as stilted as number one. But And and the fighting is kind of slow and sluggish because it's based on Virtual Fighter, the original Virtual Fighter game. The, the fighting in that game, it actually was originally going to be a Virtual Fighter RPG. And then they changed it. So... There's a lot of things that it it's just I like the game but you can't go into that game thinking I'm going to be playing a game from 2018. You have to scroll your head back and go I'm going to be playing a game one of the first open world games in two, in 1999 and go with that because otherwise you're going to be disappointed. Anyway, uh and then I played of course Rocket League and a little bit of Monster Hunter, but... And then tomorrow I'm going to play... I have the day off from work, which is great. Uh, I'm also going to play... I'm not getting paid, so that kind of sucks. Oh, because you're not yeah, cause, an actual employee or whatever. Yeah, because I'm a contractor, so I don't get paid. So, nah. Yeah. Yeah, I hate yeah, that. All, those, all these great jobs from the great economy. Yeah, this great economy. Low, low unemployment rate. So, pri- I love those... Um, those headlines. I read a headline. I was going through my Google feed a few weeks ago, and it's like uh, unemployment rate low, taxes low, wages stagnant, economists baffled. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> why? How are they baffled? Like, I know it's greed, you idiots. It's all greed. This is what happens whenever you just you give tax cuts to big corporations. And and then just assume that they'll give money to other people as if that's what they ever do. It, as if that's literally what they ever do. The shitty thing is people believe them. Like, I've spoken with actual people who are like, oh, yeah, lower taxes for them means it's gonna they're going to pay us more money. And I'm like, 
No, when they're have not. They ever done that? That's why, that's not what why happens. Why do you fucking idiots ever believe that? And then it was a, another funny thing as I was watching a clip from Fox News, and Tucker Carlson made a lot of really good points, and then he s- turned it into a really shitty argument. So uh, he's doing the same thing Bernie Sanders was talking about. Bernie Sanders is talking about how Amazon, we have Jeff Bezos, who's worth $150 billion, and yet his employees are getting, um, his employees are still having to take food stamps and welfare checks because they can't make enough money to survive while working. That sure is strange. Yeah. And so, Bern- so I'll tell you what Bernie Sanders thought after I tell you what Tucker Carlson thinks the idea is. Tucker Carlson thinks the idea, the reason that they're not getting paid enough is because there's so many regulations, and those government regulations are making it so that Jeff Bezos is able to crush competitors, and because he's kind of in a mon- monopoly, he's able to keep the wages down. And so what they need to do is they need to get rid of regulations, which you so, might be thinking, oh, okay, wait, wait, no, 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 let me, let me, conf- let oh, me finish okay, and then okay. I'll let you, or, or just finish the thing. Uh, you might be thinking that is the dumbest thing you've ever heard. And that's because it is. So uh, what were you going to say? I just, so the idea is that Amazon is a monopoly. Yeah. And 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 so they can get away with not paying the workers well enough. Right. So the way to fix that is to let Amazon destroy even more companies by removing regulation. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Um Ah, of course. <laughs> well, and and we also we also already lowered taxes for corporations by 14% to 21% from 35%. And so Wait. Are you saying that Amazon, a, a company that I want to say, have they also hit trillion dollar profits yet? I don't know, but they're close. They're pretty darn close. They they're they're already not pay not cooperating with what everyone wants them to do. Yeah. So. So did you hear what Bernie Sanders... So Bernie Sanders uses pretty much the same argument, but he comes to a different conclusion. I want you to tell me which conclusion you think is better. Tucker Carlson's conclusion is we need to deregulate more, which will help the economy thrive because the free hand of the market will guide guide us or some shit. Oh, you know. Or, or do you think Bernie Sanders' idea is better? Bernie Sanders' idea is... We, that if somebody that's working at Amazon goes and gets food stamps, let's say they get $200 in food stamps that mu- month, we tax Amazon the m- amount of money that we had to pay into food stamps. So if some if one of their employees has to go and get $200 in food stamps, we then tax Amazon $200. That seems fine, yeah. Yeah, that seems... Like the better idea, because what that will actually do, which is funny because that's more regulation, what that will actually do is either we're going to keep the same, we're going to get that money back into the the pool that we have, or we're never going to spend that money anyway because Amazon will actually raise up their wages by, just so you know, $200 a month is like $1.25 raise. That's it. It's not a yeah. huge raise. So they may actually just raise the wages just enough that people don't require food stamps to survive. I don't know. How do we get on this topic? <laughs> I I don't know, man. I'm just playing Minecraft. Okay. Why? Why? Are you playing it on your Xbox One that you got through the all Xbox All Access monthly financing program? Well, I am playing the cross-platform version oh okay so we spoke about this i was it last week we spoke about this i think so Probably. and the xbox all access pass where basically you pay either 22 dollars or you pay 35 dollars a month and you get the xbox one s or the xbox one x plus xbox live gold plus xbox game pass uh for a low monthly subscription and after two years you own the system 
So it actually did get released. It ended up being, um, I believe, $21.99 a month, so $22 a month, like they were predicting, for the Xbox One S. And then $34 for the uh, $34.99 for the um, Xbox One X. But they're doing the math here, and it says, uh, surprisingly enough, you actually come out ahead if you purchase a bundle. The Xbox One S bundle for $22.99 or $21.99 per month works out to $527.76 over the course of two years. On a monthly basis, Xbox One, Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold sell for $9.99 each, which comes out to $479.52 over two years. So if you take out that cost, you're paying a $45.24 for Xbox One S, which shows me that Microsoft really isn't making money off their consoles. They're making money off their subscriptions. Yeah. So they're making well, money off the Game Pass. The consoles are so cheap to make. that. You know, yeah, yeah, that it's negligible at this point, which would make sense for the Xbox One S because it is essentially four- or five-year-old hardware now. So, eh, of course, yeah. we're not going to do it. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna get the Game Pass thing, but there are people out there who I would see would be very attracted to this idea of just making like very low twenty two dollars a month is a pretty low monthly payment for uh, essentially you get a console you get how many games does the Xbox One Game Pass have? It's like, over a hundred. Yeah, over a hundred games. And granted, granted, a good number of them aren't um, Xbox One games. Or new, or new at all, but yeah. some of them are like uh, sea of thieves. Xbox Live Gold. You also get sea of thieves. Um, you get uh, State of Decay two, which we uh, had fun with that for like a two week thing. Yeah, you're gonna get um, <laughs> Halo. The the new Halo yeah. game's gonna be on that. Pretty much any first any first party released uh, Microsoft game is gonna be on there, and you get Xbox Live Gold, which gives you two free games a month anyway. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's honestly a pretty fucking good deal. Yeah, if, if you're I into, played on console at all, like that would be my. I, would I mean, totally I still play that. on PlayStation Four. Um, like I'm getting the new Spider-Man game when that comes out. Oh, it looks so good. Um, and I'm thinking about um modding my Wii U so that it can play games. You know, and uh, GameCube games. That I own. Yeah. yeah. Um, bec- uh, but I have to find a new site to get my ROMs for. Or ROMs from because uh, Emu Paradise is down. Uh, um, let's move on to Uber. One of our, another one of our least favorite companies. Uber is focusing on bikes? For some reason? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I kind of know. I kind of get what they're doing. I I, I read it, and it says basically that for rides that are, like, really short, like, let's say half a mile or something like that, it's not really cost-effective for them to send somebody out and have them pick somebody up. And so the idea is that they'll have, like, uh, I know there's there's other type of services that where you rent bikes for a day or something. Yeah, so that that's what I was going to say was just that it's Uber going. Hey, these other companies have done this successfully. Let's do it. Yeah, and because that's obviously all they're doing. I. Th- but how is it going to be implemented? Are they just going to be like, oh, there's a bike half a mile the other way. Go grab that, and then you can ride the mile to work. Like it doesn't. Yeah, more or less. It doesn't make sense. I found out um, kind of on the similar. I'm, my brain is all over the place today. I need drugs or something. Um, I found out that my Toyota, I, I went to, I called up the Toyota dealership because my maps are way outdated. And I called them up and I'm like, hey, I need to get my maps updated. How much would that cost for me to bring that down and you just plug it in and get it updated? $120. $280. That's even worse than Nissan. Yeah. So I I was like, uh, I'm good. I'll just use Google Maps. Thanks, guys. 
Yeah, uh, like for real. Why the fuck? But what is wrong with these fucking car so, companies? So so I'm 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 just for like the last year and a half, just you know doing my thing, you know using Google Maps and stuff. Well, I got a new phone. I got the Google Pixel Two XL. Okay, and um, I'm using it. I'm going through my car and like getting rid of my old Pixel out of the Bluetooth and everything. And while I'm messing around in the ma- the menus, I see a Maps button, and I'm like, huh. And so I click the Maps button, and it opens up my CD tray, because uh, my my car is weird. It like f- the the entire screen moves and behind the screen is the cd and on the very bottom that you can barely see there's a maps thing and it shoots out it's an sd card slot no it shoots out this it shoots out this dvd (laughs) and i'm like what and i look on it and it's the maps dvd (laughs) and it says you know Uh. 2000 2008 to 2009 so my you know, car is like 10, the, the maps are like 10 years outdated by now. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? So I go to eBay and for like oh, $17. So for $17, they have a maps DVD. That's 2018. About looking at eBay. Yeah. So I went there and I got the DVD and I put it in my car and it works great. So, Oh my God. Cause like my mine takes an SD card, and I tried oh. I tried looking up the uh, like, like seeing if I could find the files that it uses online, and the the most recent I could find was like 2016. Okay, okay. Think about uh, you uh, the ones the ones in my car are like 2013. Yeah, mine were way outdated. Like it was just I would have it try to drive to my friend's house, and it would just have no idea where my friend's house was. So I was like, uh, so I'd have to use Google Maps. But I tried not using Google Maps because it runs down the battery really quick, and uh, I don't like it taking up data. So, you know, whatever. Uh, now I have my maps on my car. But oh wow. my god, I, it's thirty five dollars. That's better than what you were gonna pay, which was like one hundred and fifty, right? Yeah. Are you gonna get it? <laughs> Considering it, honestly. <laughs> Oh, man, let's move on. Um, this story is going to be really fun, actually. Uh, you you stopped dating by the time Tinder got really big, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you've been, you've been dating your, your wife for a while now, ever since I've known you, uh, I think. Uh, we've technically been together for like seven years. Yeah, yeah, and you and you dated briefly in high school, I think, too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. We uh, like so, we we split up in, in like 2011 after we dated for a few months, and then yeah. I went through and dated. I basically like serial dated uh for a few months after that. Yeah, and, yeah. Know. So. Dating sucks. I, I I just gotta tell you that I'm I have a horrible time dating. Oh oh yeah, every single girl that I met during that period of time was terrible. Yeah yeah, it's really it's terrible. However, I think this guy's uh the the way that this guy did it was probably not exactly the correct way to go on dates. But hey, he got free meals out of it. Um. So what's his name? Did we get his name on here? Yes, Paul Gonzalez. He has pled guilty to 10 felony charges related to accusations that he took financial advantage of women he met mostly through dating apps and websites. So, what was that? Felony charges? Really? Yeah. So, this guy's obnoxious. Okay, so I'm just reading. um, It's a quote that's in here uh, from a girl. It says, this guy's obnoxious. First of all, who orders two entrees? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Aroa, that's who does it. Um, <laughs> but he excused it by saying he was a bodybuilder. He says, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And then he never showed up. He did that old trick. Um, and then other women offered similar stories. He left maybe half a baked potato and then received a phone call and said, I need to take this call. Uh, she apparently met him on Bumble. 
uh, the waiter came back and said, he's not out there. Is, is this a first date? And he said, uh, she said, yes. And this is a blind date. And the guy, the waiter's like, yeah, he's gone. Um, oh my God. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. Authorities say that in eight cases, the women ended up stuck with the bill. And in the other two cases, the restaurant picked up the tab. In total, he was accused of defrauding dates out of $950 in food and drinks. Gonzalez now faces seven counts of extortion, two counts of attempted extortion, and one count of grand theft. If convicted of these charges, Gonzalez could serve a maximum penalty of 13 years in prison. Authorities say Gonzalez now faces separate uh, separate charges for allegedly leaving a hair salon without paying in 2016. Uh and then the hairdresser was like, he suggested that we did the cut first and then the color, uh, who said that the thief ran out while wearing a salon uh, smock. So he's running out while wearing this thing on his head. What a fucking dick. Like, um, I think felony charges for extortion is a tad much. He's he's going to get it. It's going to get pled down. Like, we know Probably. that. Like, he already yeah, pled guilty. But I, but, I mean, stiffing the restaurants and stuff, like, yeah, that's theft. That's just straight up theft. Yeah. And so I think, I think that's reasonable. I think I think the extortion, I don't know how extortion works or, you know, the law, because I'm not a lawyer. But. Lawyer? Lawyer. Um, I'm not a lawyer. But what I'm thinking is, if he did leave with the the if he left the girls with the bill then most likely that could be construed as extortion but i'm not sure if there's a misdemeanor form of extortion does does that make sense like i yeah, don't i just <sighs> extortion that does i now, guess it's just the connotation it just doesn't feel right yeah so so i had my so talking about the last story there with the hairdresser my um my friend actually cuts my hair i i've known her for like 17 years at this point and so i just go to her uh she works at a a hair salon and so she cuts my hair every couple months and she gets mad at me because i make her shave my beard too anyway uh, (laughs) um she she was telling me that the day before i went in there that she had cut this like 12 year old kids here hair and you know the kid was like oh it looks great and then the dad came in, and the dad started yelling at at my friend because it looked because he thought it looked bad. And apparently, this guy has done this multiple times, and they ended up just, you know, saying, "Okay, well, the haircut's free. Uh, we'll fix it if you need, but you know, don't yell at us." And then he ended up leaving in a huff with his son. So I think it might be a similar thing to what this guy is doing, uh, where oh, where he, he, he was playing up how upset he was just to get a free haircut. Yeah, yeah, free haircut for his kid. So and, and apparently he's done that multiple times. That's not the first time he's done that. My friend's been yelled at at least twice by this guy. So, so stupid because it's a fucking haircut. Like, yeah, it costs fifteen bucks. Yeah, so. Um, I was just like, that's, that's not cool, especially, well, it's a little more pricey because it is a hair salon and not a barber, but still it's, uh, no, it's, a what's the one smart style, smart style. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always, I always have gone to great clips when I have gotten my hair cut. Yeah. And it's, it's been like 15, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 15, 20 bucks, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's not that bad, and it, like, if you don't, if you don't want to pay for it, then just fucking cut your own kid's hair. Or, or and, it's really not that hard with kid haircuts. And and I know, well, he's twelve, so he's probably in that phase where he actually wants to look nice. He'll grow out of it. Um, <laughs> to just fucking shave your head, you little bitch. I don't but know. but also, according to my friend, the kid was super excited because he thought the haircut looked great. So the kid thought it looked great, but the dad didn't like it and started yelling. But you trying to make my boy look like some kind of some kind of fruitcake? <laughs> yeah, so he's probably just I one of those say the other F 
word, but then I was like, so, so what I'm saying is there, there are multiple ways. So one way to do it is to just leave. Apparently just run off and not pay the bill. Um, and that's what Paul Gonzalez did. And that's not, he got away with that with, (laughs) you know, how security cameras exist and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially running through the store or whatever with the stocking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then there's another way to get free haircuts, and that's honestly this is the more effective way is to throw a temper tantrum. Because if you throw a temper tantrum, the staff will just try to avoid any confrontation and give you the haircut for free. Yeah, I mean you'd probably just scare them. Yeah, and so and especially since most of the time at hair salons like that, they're usually smaller women that work there. I, I know I'm stereotyping, but it's at true. least it's usually yeah. it's usually women and it's younger women. Yeah, and so you know they're gonna easily be scared if this this person just, especially if he's a bodybuilder. I mean, just yelling at him. So he probably could have burly monster man. Yeah. So uh, don't don't go on dates and try to scam your dates out of money. Also. Uh, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. I think I have, but it's, um, I, I tend to lie to my dates. Did I tell you that? Every time I um, go to a movie? Yeah. Yeah, I, I lie to them by saying, yeah, sure, you can get whatever concessions you want. But in the back of my head, I'm like, don't you dare fucking do that. We're not seeing each other if you do. Uh, um, this don't is why I don't have a girlfriend. fucking get large popcorn, you <laughs> fucking slut. <laughs> Yes. I don't I don't think that exactly. I'm usually like I hope she's a slut <laughs> because I'm paying for this large popcorn. Um the large popcorn better have my dick in it later. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is a good mature podcast. I hope kids listen to it. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on to the next story. Wow, this is just like companies suck this week. Uh, T-Mobile it seems to be the state of America right now. It, it is so. T-Mobile has they have international traveling stuff. I think where if you travel to certain countries, your bill won't change, like or or it will will not be affected very much. Or whatever. Apparently, South Vietnam or Vietnam in general, I, I believe, um, doesn't count towards <laughs> that, or it didn't count towards that. And this family takes a trip, and they know that Vietnam is not on the list. And so they put all their phones on airplane mode when they're over there, you know, thinking they're not using data. They only use uh, calling and texting on Wi-Fi. And uh, the uh, calling, texting, and data on Wi-Fi. So that way their bill won't be outrageous when they get back. Well, apparently their son, I don't know his age, he turned on his... Uh, phone and he didn't but he didn't use the data what he did was he just opened up an app like a game app and the game app was offline he actually made sure that the the game app was all app was offline when he was playing it and he did this for half an hour and then he turned his phone back on airplane mode when they got on the plane to go back home apparently that one half an hour video game time cost this couple or this family, $13,470.19. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, $13,470.19. Yes. And uh, it says, when cellular data is on, apps and services use your cellular connection when Wi-Fi isn't available. As a result, you might be charged for using certain features and services with cellular data. So apparently what was happening was even though the game was an offline game, it was still grabbing ads from the internet and pulling them into the game. So it wasn't actually offline and so that's how he, he they used up the data i they don't tell you how much data was used uh yeah which is a little suspicious for me i wish i wish they would have been like yeah this was half a gig of data altogether, or like what what their data usage was for that time period you know what i mean um i will say uh i believe that it's you you get like a hundred megabytes um and that's free 
Yeah. But then like it's it's down to like kilobytes after that that you get charged for. Yeah, yeah, like I know that um consumer cellular used to be and it might still be that if you no it's not anymore if you went over your data uses so so let's say you had one gig of data and you used one gig and one megabyte that one megabyte would be 25 cents you paid 25 25 cents a megabyte they don't do that um now uh they they just they up you to the next tier and if you're already at the max tier then they just throttle the fuck out of you yeah, yeah. And then um, the only time that they give you the extra charge is if you somehow manage to use, I think it's like 13 fucking gigs. Yeah. Uh, or something like that in a month. Or no, no, it's more than that. It's like 23 gigs. So let uh, me. In a month. <laughs> yeah, let me read this article. So uh, this is from TechSpot. We don't use TechCrunch anymore because the website sucks dick. Um, <laughs> T, I, I will complain about that until they change it back. It uh, is so terrible. I follow really them on is. Twitter, and every time I click one of their links, I'm like, "Oh God, I forgot! It's so <laughs> bad." I know. I I'm surprised that got through like any sort of meeting or anything. Still like that? Like, yeah. I would prefer a WordPress blog to that garbage. That's what I have. Wait a minute. Exactly. Um. So it said here in the article, T-Mobile didn't explain why the bill was so high, but it did say that Vietnam wasn't in the free roaming plan, though that has now changed. So Vietnam is now in their free roaming plan. Uh, after appealing to T-Mobile, it agreed to reduce the charges to $3,800. Um, and then my favorite part is... It, yes, the end. That. Yes, the end, it says, ABC7 also contacted the company, and then it wiped the entire bill. <laughs> I, why? Why? I was, there was another thing I was watching, and it was on um, medical expenses. Because I don't know if you know this, uh, the United States medical healthcare system sucks dick. What? Yeah. And so this guy, he has insurance. And his insurance ended up paying $55,000 of this heart attack bill. That he, So he had a heart attack. He went in. You know, he got some stints and stuff, and he's recovering. And he gets this bill. The insurance company paid. They, the, on, to their credit, they did what they said they were going to do, and they paid. But they didn't pay the whole thing like they should have. And they paid $55,000. He got a bill for $109,000. Wow. That was his, that was his portion was $109,000. And what kind of insurance is that? And any yeah, exactly. And then eventually, I guess he went in and he had a conversation and he appealed and they reduced it to like $800. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. And this lady, this lady was like, "Oh yeah, that's that happens all the time. Like usually, what they'll oh, they'll overcharge you, and then you negotiate, and, the, and then they'll bring it down. And it's like we shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> we shouldn't no. have to do that at all with any company, whether it's a fucking cell phone company who can wipe the bill clean, or if it's a healthcare professional that or like, a healthcare how bill. That, how is that not straight up just indicative that?" It's all price gouging. Like it is. how is that how is that not illegal? Yeah. If if it's a well-known fucking procedure. Yeah, so I have I have Project Fi now and it's it's working pretty well for me actually. It took a took a little bit for the to figure out my area and which carriers to switch over to at what time. Because like at my work you don't want to be on uh T-Mobile at my work because it's really really bad so it switches over to US Cellular. But it took a while for it to realize that. But it has 170 countries, which Vietnam is not one of the countries for the free roaming plan for Project Fi either. However, what Project Fi does is it turns off your internet. It just doesn't allow you to do anything online, which I prefer over them charging me $13,000. <laughs> I think I'd rather go... A random like I'd rather go down to the store in Vietnam and grab a SIM card for from some random carrier and put it in my phone than um you know get a thirteen thousand dollar bill. But that's just me. 
Um, do you want to talk about the next story? The U.S. Uh, U.S. Court of Appeals rules that FCC can consider. Oh, fucking seriously, um, every time I read this, it pisses me off. The- so basically, uh, the U.S. Court of Appeals or some Court of Appeals has decided. Well, if uh, there's only one ISP in an area, if they literally have a monopoly. Uh, as long as there's another competitor within half a mile of their their coverage radius, then it's still competitive. It's it's on the other smaller ISPs to build up their area to cover those areas that the large ISP is already in. Yeah. Now this is this is ignoring. The fact that that's not how fucking internet infrastructure works, and you can't just you can't just go, hey town, can I just dig up the entire fucking city and bury copper under there, please? That's well, not well. This also goes along with something else that we we spoke about a few months ago, is that they're trying the FCC is trying to negotiate it where they don't. So in the nineties, basically. There was a thing that came around that said, if you're a giant telecom like Comcast or Time Warner or something, you have to be you have to sell to smaller ISPs parts of your network, um, yeah. so they can they can run off your network, and they're trying to reverse that so that they don't have to sell to these smaller ISPs. They so, are so basically their plan is to just make monopolies legal. Yeah, yeah, because so there's that. But then there's also the fact that every time you're like you're a small ISP and I've heard this time and time again is that say you're a small ISP, like a really small one like Google and you're trying to move into Austin, Texas or or Raleigh, North Carolina, the ISPs there will sue you for some reason and they'll try to stop you. Or they will deny you access to the the telephone poles because the the company actually owns the telephone poles in a lot of areas, not the state. So you have to petition to the telecoms to have access to those poles. And so it's almost impossible for you to actually move in without paying a huge sum of money. So... The idea that it's competitive when you have the ability to say, no, you can't move in here is ridiculous. Yep. But, and it's like the same thing happened with Uber with uh, taxi cabs where taxi companies were, were being like, uh, they're, they're moving in on our fucking territory and they can go fuck themselves. And like, uh, cab cabbies were were being incentivized to like take uh, Uber drivers or Uber uh, customers if they could. Oh yeah, like if they could identify somebody who's who's waiting for an Uber, they, they, they would... were supposed to like try to get people to ride with them instead. Yeah, and shit like that. Like the l- companies that have a like a home base in in an area like that are fucking. They they tend to be shifty as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I know that, like... So I was actually looking to see, like, if there's... The different ty- types of transportation in Japan, because I'm going to be over there for about a week and a half. And um, Uber is technically over there, but yeah. it... But you... What, what it does is it summons a cab. So there's not actually like uber drivers it's just you're summoning different cabs and so it's not really worth it and then um of course there's the the j like their subway system which is amazing from what i understand so everything's well, on it's amazing time. in terms of like from an engineering perspective but uh i believe that actually riding on the subway is not so great well, yeah, but that's probably what we're going to be doing the whole time is riding on the trains. So, oh yeah, um, just because it's the cheapest, probably, and oh yeah, yeah, it's just that you're going to be packed in there like a like a big old sardine. Uh, from what I understand, if you're in, if you're not in there in like peak times, it's fine. Otherwise, yeah, you're you're in there like a sardine. Just don't get molested. Um, it's 
Japan, man. Like, I'm hoping I get molested. Um, <laughs> my sister. So, uh, my sister's husband is not very it's a really weird thing to say right after saying. I hope I get molested. <laughs> no, my so my the, sister. No, no, no. Uh, my sister's husband is really worried that my sister is going to get molested or something. Like, she, like I'm just my sister coming with me. Uh, so does my friend look like you? No, not at all. Oh. Yeah, we're twins, but we don't really look that much alike. You can tell that we're brother and sister, but we we don't really look that much alike. Anyway, um, so my sister is coming with me, so is my friend Ricky. And my sister's husband was like, well, you know, I don't really want you to go there. I'm worried that you might get, like, kidnapped. And my I'm just like, it's Japan. Like, I can understand if we were going to, like, Indonesia or like Iraq or something. But Yeah, you don't get kidnapped, you just get felt up on the train. Yeah. Or in an elevator. Yeah, and um or like the worst thing that could happen with us the the thing that happens to most foreigners if they are to get in trouble or have something happen to them is they'll go and they'll spend time at the bar and somebody will take like $500 of their money. And that's it. Like and then if you go and you call the police and you're like yeah this guy uh he he took my money the police are like yeah we don't care because you're a foreigner and that's it that's that's like the worst that happens so the idea that my sister's gonna get kidnapped is uh probably not gonna happen so um yeah that's all of our stories this week unless you want to talk about wrestling uh i got nothing no i'm 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 cool fam (laughs) you don't want to talk about wrestling no, not particularly. Fine. Uh, well, in that case, where can we find you? I'm on the Twitter at Aroa, I'm on the YouTube and the Twitch at Aroa1337. Um, that's all that really matters right now. Oh, I'm I'm Reeton. I'm Reeton. You can find me Reeton everywhere on Twitter. You can find me at Reeton. Follow me on there. I, uh, I call people bad names sometimes when they're being stupid. Um, you can follow me on YouTube. I haven't really posted any videos lately, but I have been posting my podcast on there typically. Sometimes I miss a week. Um, you can find me on Mixer. I have recently got over 200 followers. I'm at 203 followers on Mixer. Um, thanks for the, the round of applause there, Aro. You're great. There we go. Much better. So, uh, where else can you find me? I, I said... Oh, Stitcher. You can find my um uh, yeah, grinder? Stitch yeah, grinder, grinder at, at Reeton. Uh no, Stitcher and TuneIn, uh where the podcast is up on there. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play as well. Just look at for Reeton Podcast on any of those. And did I miss anything? I don't think so. I think I'm good. So thank you for being here. Uh we'll have more stories for you next week and goodbye. Bye. <laughs>